Croatia and welcome to Cardiff Referee Society's meeting with Gibraltar FA's referee manager, Adrian Bakarisa. Adrian gives us an insight into Gibraltar FA's referee development, recruitment and retention schemes. Which have with the contentious issues of recruitment and retention. So we have a, 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 recruit, a retention and recruit, a recruitment program. And uh, we start off by attending schools. We get some of our referees to go to the schools to speak to the students. We, we target uh, students who are soon to be 15. That's where we start, soon to be 15, 16, 17. We also go to the, to the College of Federal Education in Gibraltar. And there you have older students, they're 17, 18, those who haven't gone to uni in the UK. And uh, we give presentation of what it, not, not on the laws of the game, but what it is to be a referee mm. and the opportunities that that, that, that offers to, to young people if they, if they so wish to take a refereeing. Um, we also approach football clubs. Uh, we know that uh, some players may be finishing their own football careers. Some of them will never play for the, for the club's first team because of Eagles or because of an injury. So we also try and approach football clubs Sometimes we are successful with that. Other times we we haven't got any. We don't we don't get any returns from the football clubs. But we we carry on plowing away with the clubs if they can also help. We also use social media. Um, we, we we try and uh, show what we do through the uh, Gibraltar FA website and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we get. Quite a lot of help with the press, with the Gibraltar local press. Uh, they, they also do some articles in favour of referees. Uh, for just as an example, last night uh, it was our top league match, Lincoln against Europa, and it was refereed by one of our very young referees, uh, Seth Gallia. He's, he's as uni is close there, so he wishes he's here, and, and we are we are using him as well. Um, so that we got good reports in the press this morning, so that it should. We're hoping that that will encourage young people to come forward and referee. We also target individuals, um, people that we know who have a passion for the game, and we know that they've had they've had a football life in the past uh, as players, as coaches, or as very young players in the GFA setup. And we think they've got the qualities to become referees and and, and progress. So we also have we also have that. Another thing that we do is that we, people are interested, but they don't really know if they would like to be a referee. We actually invite them to our collective training sessions. And they come along and they see what the, the work that's done with the fitness coach, the referees, let, we promote lefty, le, healthy lifestyle. Most, most of our young people now are into that thing of genes and healthy lifestyle, healthy eating. So we try and, and use these invitations to collective training sessions. It was pre-COVID days. Now with COVID days, we were very restricted on this. And one of the things that we benefited of uh, structure-wise during COVID was the, the launch of the online beginners course. Um, I saw that the, the FA of Wales had one already. Uh, so I spoke to, to them and, and I was put in touch with eCoach Limited and, and we designed a, an online course for, for beginners. So that's up and running. We already, I, we expected more more, more, more people to to join the, the online beginners course, but it's had the, the counter effect because of schools 
and College of Higher Education not doing any studies on sports officiating because of COVID issues and not having given permits for, for practicals. But the schools and the, and the, and the College of Higher Education this year has not offered uh, sports, sports studies. So uh, in a way, we're hoping this will pick up in September. But we already have some new referees who've come through this, this, through this online course. What we were getting initially was that well, for the past two, two or three years, we were getting young people saying we cannot spend or afford 15 hours with you guys mm -hmm. over, over, over a week because we, we, we traditionally been run Mondays to Fridays in the evenings. Yeah. And they're students, so they've got busy lives, and they've got shift work. Um, so we, they could not have that commitment to do the 15 hours with us. So we decided to go on this online course the same as they were the FA of Wales and we're hoping that that will we, we will be successful with it um, so that's what we have for for recruitment and that's what we we, we try and target we use our, our top referees to as you said to go to schools to speak to people and and share experiences with them um, and see if we can get them on then we have a, a retention uh, program our referees they start in grassroots referees like everywhere else in the world, and uh, but we start them in safe environment refereeing. It's non-competitive football, very very young players. Um, they have a referee coach with them. We have a mentor scheme, uh, which uh, we use our sometimes our, our observers as, as mentors. And what happens is that if a, if a referee is under the age of um, of eighteen, when he does his course, he's classified as a category four referee because he's not. Over the, uh, over the age of 18. So he's not allowed to referee adult football until he's 18 or 17 soon to be 18. Um, once they're 18, they get the, the, they get to the age of 18, then they are reclassified as category threes and they go into this pool of grassroots referees where, and, and, and if they develop, they get opportunities to referee up to a top level in, in youth football. Mm. And so that's on the side of how we try and keep uh, our young referees retained or new referees uh, uh, come back the next season. But uh, later on, I will expand on this because we've got other, we've got some, we've got a carrot hanging in front of them. To, uh, where, uh, and I'll tell you what we we have now in place for this. And this is the first season that we've implemented this. But I'll speak to, about it later on. Then retention with senior football. Uh, they get referee, the referee coach support. Uh, we offer physiotherapists to cover. Uh, in our national league, uh, we have the, the service of a sports psychologist in our national league. Um, I don't know because of how it, sensitive this is, we don't know how many of our referees are using that service, but the sports psychologist hasn't come back to us saying he, he hasn't got any work. From our side, so there must be some some of our guys who need to speak to someone like a psychologist, sports psychologist. Um, but we actually did some workshops with the sports guys, uh, psychologists, and so they now they 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 know each other, and that that service is there for them if they so wish. And we also have we offer some of our referees who are getting on and they don't know whether to keep on at it. We offer them a support roles within our setup. They can become coaches, they can become observers, they can become mentors. Or just helping around. They don't want anything like, I don't want to be a coach, but I'll help you around being there to get the equipment out, or, or, or give me a call and I'll, and I'll solve any problems for you. So 
we'll, we'll try and, and try and once they decide that they don't want to do refereeing, we'll try and keep them in the referee setup in, in different roles. Sometimes they're successful, other times they've decided to leave and, and not put anything back from what they've learned in the life as a referee, but what can we do? As, as regards our development scheme, we've got a, a number of phases that we that we we've got uh, implemented. So, as I mentioned, we've, we've got the induction into refereeing. The mentor will be with them initially, available for five to eight weeks. After those, that will be close monitoring. After those five or eight weeks, then by then we we know whether the referee has it in him that he or her that can that he, they can progress quite quickly. And if they show any signs of good development, then they they are offered appointments at a higher level in the, under the youth league system. Because uh, competitive football in Gibraltar exists once you get players get to the age of twelve, and that's when really the referee department starts working with referees. Before that, if if you're refereeing in, in uh, players who are much younger than than twelve years old, any volunteer can referee, and we have some of our very young referees doing. They've done, done competitive football in a safe environment. And one of our coaches goes around, but he goes around and, uh, and checking that they're, they're doing well and uh, they're not getting um, put off by behavior from coaches and, and parents. Yeah. Um, we have an exit strategy, personal choice. They want to leave because of personal choice or maybe because they fail to adhere to the principles of, of the program. Yeah. We expect them. Um, a, a, a right attitude, a good attitude from the from the young referees, and if, but if they don't don't keep to the to the program, then we put them aside, like turning up late for matches. We're not interested in someone like that. Uh, so we try and, and instill um, group practice, good practices uh, from, from from a very young age, and hoping that one day they will come into our national league system. And in phase two, the and that's when they get their own referee manager. We, we call it the, we call him the grassroots uh, referee manager, and that's when they start refereeing under 14s and the 16s, under 12, which I mentioned earlier on. And he of, he he ensures that they get placements in the different youth leagues in competitive football. And we ex we we advise them or we want them to stay there for at least a year, see how if they uh, how if they're enjoying it, if they if they are happy with the way things are going from our side as well. And the, and the restaurant referee manager keeps close tabs with them. Yeah, any problems, anything issues, he, he acts as a referee manager, he acts as a mentor. We, we haven't got enough mentors for everybody, so he, he this, this person helps a lot with grassroots referee as, as, as their own manager. And he identifies these referees if we, if we can work with them for, for further progression. And then again, the exit strategy there in phase two is the similar to phase one. The referee might decide that this is not for me, or we are not happy with them yeah, because of issues on attitude or things like that. So if, if they are if they are working well and they're developing with the, with our program, we could, they go on to a, what we call the phase three, and then they will start moving into adult football, and they will start refereeing. The, the 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 under 23 sides of our top of our national league teams lota or clubs so they would be, they'll be there for about two years and that's when we start working with them and they after two full years and with their advice they decide if they want to, to carry on developing as a referee or if they want to specialize as an assistant referee with the view of getting into the national league panel 
Um, and through that, that phase three system, we, we, we support them if they want to get promotion from category three to category two, which would be a referee in the intermediate league with potential to be a national league referee in two, three years time or four years time, depending on his own personal development. And then the exit strategy is the same, personal choice, failing to adhere to the program after at this phase or or maybe is showing he or she is showing promise, but then this potential promise does not develop the way we expect. And uh, speaking to them, we we tell them do another year in this phase, see how it goes. Some couple of things that you need to work on, and it's all encouragement. And uh, and initially, and initially, no, most importantly, for them to enjoy it. Yeah, if they're not enjoying refereeing, what are they doing? Um, some of the some of them are attracted because of match fees, but then when they 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 try it out, they they say, oh, it's too much work for the match fee." But if I want that match fee, then I have to do all this work. So it's it's it works both ways. But anyway, um, the next phase is when we they're already category two referees, and already some of them are, are looking towards the that they go into specialization as ARs, others want to keep trying to be a referee in the National League, but they get offered, in the working world, developing world, they get offered appointments in, in the National League. Uh, our National League panel is not that that, that long. Um, so they actually, if they're working world, developing world, they, they, they manage to get an appointment here or there. Uh, as I was mentioning before we started with, with Amin, the matches are coming fast and furious. Uh, and our referees are doing three matches a week and assistant referees maybe four matches a week it's getting very very busy and the exit strategy there as a category two, category two referees is the same if they want to leave it personal choice again if not not hearing to the program that we that we want them to adhere and this covers behavior attitudes uh, their, their life outside football uh, the behavior in social media all these things affect uh, yeah, the refereeing, not only the performance on the pitch. And also, yeah, they are showing promise as an 18-year-old, but when they get to the age of 20, that promise is not there. They haven't developed what we hope that they would be developing. And uh, so sometimes we have to tell them, well, you need another year, you need another two years in, in this phase if you, if you still want to pick a National League referee. And then the, 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 the last phase in developing screen to get to, to the National League what we call phase five, they get promoted to category one, the referees in the National League or the specialist assistant referees in the National League. Uh, and we also have an exit strategy here, yeah? personal choice, obviously, and again, failing to adhere to the principles of the program. Uh, we want them to lead by example in their own jobs, uh, the same as we expect them when they come to referee in, in, in the park. And again, behavior, so social media use, uh, no stupid pictures and things like that on your on your Facebook page. Uh, no comments on colleagues. No comments on any refereeing happening in the world. You know, things like that. We try to educate them that as referees we have, we have to be seen as impartial and we do our job as professional as we can. So that's the the the, 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 the recruitment and the retention and the development development scheme that we have for our referees. Um, and I'll, so in order to achieve all this with retention. Uh, for this, this has been the first season we were 
we are offering incentive schemes, incentive or incentive bonuses for, for retention. So what we have now is that if a referee, irrespective of the category, if a referee referees for two years, two full seasons with us regularly, he qualifies for a bonus, a bonus payment uh, after those two years. But we will not pay that bonus until the commencement of the third season. So he would be refereeing two seasons, and just before Christmas of the third season, he gets paid this this bonus. And I can't remember now how much money it is, but I think it for the under for the under 18s, I think it's something like 400 pounds. I think I can't, can't remember now. Um, and it goes up up uh, as as you go along in the national league, then they get a better bonus, obviously. They're talking about maybe a thousand pounds and uh, the finance people are the ones that <laughs> that worry about the money. I, I just come up with a plan and then they, they put some figures into it. Um, so this is on the retention. So, so we're hoping that some of the referees and sometimes even our older referees, oh, I'm getting on. Uh, I don't want to do all this training, but we can still be a referee in the intermediate league with under-23s or youth football. And the retention incentive scheme is for you to carry on refereeing for another year. And if you do another year, and then you get two years, and then you get another bonus, apart from the match fees that you, that you get. So we're hoping that this will we will see benefits with this in the next three years. We will see if this is this new system will will work as we hope. Um, apart from that, um, we also have offer, uh, we have an incentive scheme. Um, if referees attend collective training for 70% of the season, they get a, a bonus payment for that. If you pass fitness tests, you get a bonus payment. If you pass, we've got the, the two FIFA mandatory tests, plus we also have two, two UEFA yo-yo tests. So in effect, we are telling them you need to pass four tests in a season. So they get a bonus for each test that they pass. But if they pass the four, they get a, an extra bonus. Yeah. So, so that makes it's that's a carrot. If I do this, I get this. If I do that, I get that. and also when they attend to seminars, workshops, training camps, they they also get a an allowance because they're taking time off work, taking time off away from home. So we 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 pay them an allowance for being with us. So that's and and that's paying his dividends mm -hmm. and. As an example, three years ago, four years ago, collective training with our fitness coach, we would get six, seven, eight referees turning up. Now we've got this scheme and we're getting 15, 16 turning up. So it's doubled in, in mm -hmm. the last two years. So it seems that that is an incentive that, uh, oh, it's raining, I won't go. Oh, uh, um, the wife wants to go shopping. But when maybe suppose, or my husband wants me to do something else with the children, whatever it is. Um, but we, uh, but they know that if they come for seventy percent of the time in the season, they get they get their their bonus payment. And obviously, coming to collective training with a fitness coach, fitness levels increase, so you pass a fitness test, so you get another bonus. So it's like a it's like a circle. You do I do this and 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 getting benefits all the time, and not only getting a payment for a match fee. Um, so that's what we have. In a, in, a, in a nutshell, what we offer our referees, how we go about recruiting, how we go, go, go around with, with retention and uh, 
the bonus incentive scheme that we have so that they keep at it. Um, the, the, our refugees are, are well supported by disciplinary committees in Gibraltar. Um, they, 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 the referee committee knows that if, if the referee has, has had experience that we expect, expect the, the, the disciplinary committees uh, to, to back up the referee and, and, and send out a strong message to, to, towards bad behavior um, on, on, on match officials. So that's that's the way it is, um, and, and recruitment and retention is more or less the same problems uh, like every other country. Uh, culture, yeah. Uh, I will not referee. No one will shout at me. Well, but you used to play and used to shout at the referee. That's why I don't want to do it now. So um, most of the times, uh, spectators are well behaved. Um, there are no issues outside the football ground with referees. We don't get referees assaulted or referees uh, molested in their private lives by, by, by undesirables because of a decision. Uh, the pressure on our referees is on, is on the ground. Our media is quite soft on refereeing. They, they, they want, we've told them, come take back. We're a small community. You start hitting our mistakes and only our mistakes. Who's going to referee come two or three years time? So they're quite, quite, uh, they don't get involved in the controversy. Might have a word or two on something, but very, 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 very shallow comments. So, and we invite them to come to, to our workshops and, and presentations to see what the work that we do with our referees. So that's, that's, that's what I have to tell you. Um, you know that we only have one football ground, Victoria Stadium. Um, there are other, other two sports complex built now. One of them is still not finished because of COVID. The other one is finished, and we use it as a as a training as a training ground. Um, and there's other developments going across. So we're expecting more football participation in the next two or three years. So we'll have to increase our, our referees our referee levels. So these are all things that we have, hoping that we can maybe four or five years time, have a double of the number of referees we have. Um, at, at the moment, including our futsal referees, there's 60 registered referees for the Gibraltar Football Association, and that includes the futsal referees. Of those 60, 18 are futsal referees, but of those 18, half of them uh, do both futsal and, and, and football. Okay. Um, so there's no, at the moment, we're, we're only playing our National League because of COVID. We have a permit from Public Health Gibraltar to, to play the National League. The rest is all stopped. So we've got many referees who are not active. But the, because of our scheme, and monetary schemes, we they've kept on training during lockdown and come training as soon as we started collective training. And as I was telling, I mean, I've, I've been, I'm, it was half time at the match now when I connected with you guys. But I had, for the match, I'd gone to the collective training and I had a good turnout. Of referees, even though we had a team of our top referee and national league, we had a good turnout in the collective training uh, from all throughout all categories. So it seems that the future looks bright, but we need to do we need to do more work on retention. We've got the systems in place, we've got the people in place, but then we thought the greenest course was going to be a, a a good start, but it goes went against us because they closed, and then when they opened, they could not offer. Uh, practicals, so we were we were left a bit on a on a limbo with that, but it's picking up now. So hopefully, come September we can we can have quite a few people 
registering when I begin this course in the new academic year starts. Thank you, Adrian. Uh, we've had a, a few questions uh, in the chat. Yeah. Um, so the first one is, um, can I move to Gibraltar? Yeah, you can. <laughs> Property here is very expensive. Um, and life is not cheap. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> it's expensive to live. The booze is, is cheap, but life is expensive. When you, when you started talking about the bonus scheme, uh, I was looking at the faces and everyone's eyes lit up. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> there's something that there's something that the FAW are missing out on. Yeah. Do you think I asked to go to to Gibraltar? That was the main reason for it, all that. Well, and and uh, and the sunshine as well. And the sunshine. Yeah. yeah. The thing is that we've, we're, we're we're a small country. Uh, with it's only well, we've got 60 referees from all categories registered, but not all the 60 referees decide to come into these schemes. Um, the, the ones that come to the schemes are the ones that aspire to come into the National League or are already in the National League. Um, of the 60, uh, I would say that 60, maybe 20, 25, 30 benefit from all these schemes that we have because they want to be referees. They, they, they're not happy with just refereeing under 12 or under 14. You know what I mean? But if not, my, my finance director would not be very happy with me. He would say that he had to pay 60,000 pounds of bonuses to our 60 referees. So it's, uh, that's, yes. that's, uh, we've got the scheme, but they've got to work a lot. And not, as you know, not everybody is, is prepared because of work, family, or because they're just happy doing for the rest of their lives, being a referee in, in the lower leagues and, and youth leagues and, and that. We haven't been successful is with women. We've had mm -hmm. women referees in the past, but now we have none. Right. So I've, I've actually, when we started back in the office, I've had yeah, already some discussions with the referee, the women's department to see if we can recruit some women referees. Uh, so we've come up with some ideas uh, because, uh, and one of the things is that, that they suggested was that this beginner's course, online course, is for these girls not to do it on their own, in their own time. It's for them to do it in conjunction with the, with the women's referee department and they all come yeah. in. And, and, and log online and do the course and they're there together and they can uh, share their, their opinions on the, on the clips and, and use it as a class. Great. If, so if that works, fine. Yeah, no, no problems with it. As I told uh, our women's uh, football manager, um, if the course is not there to you to fail, it's just, it's, you, have to, you have to jump the hurdle. If you don't jump that hurdle, you have to jump again until you pass that hurdle and then it's progressive so just maybe you're you're acquainted with the it's very similar very similar to the fa of wales um beginners online course yeah so they, they make sure that you pass yeah. by if you, if you don't get the right answer the first time you're given another opportunity and another opportunity until you get it yeah. and then um how how, how um, big is women's football in Gibraltar? is it is it a growing game um it's goes through phases because uh, at some stage we had four four clubs involved um, but now we have three um, but what Gibraltar, the Gibraltar FA has they have a program of uh, on, on women's football and you're allowed they're allowed to compete up to the age of 12 they're allowed to compete in the in the, the youth league with, with the boys 
once they get to the age of 14, then they move on to the women's league. Uh, and, but our women's league at the moment is a development league. It's been like that for the past six years, maybe five, six, five, six years. Development league. There's, there's nothing. The, the, league, the winner of that league, there's nothing for them. Mm. Let's just win the league, obviously. Yeah. There's no no international competitions coming for them as 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 the women's league winner of Gibraltar, but it's only development league. But now they started working with well with the with very young uh, girls, and uh, I think it was last year before COVID they went on a development tournament under 16, and they actually got to beat one of the Eastern European countries, which was quite a big surprise for us. Mm-hmm. So this development is going well for the very young players. So hopefully, come four or five years time, we can have our women's also competing. In, in UEFA competitions and have women referees in UEFA competitions, let's say, hopefully. Yeah. And then uh, with the use of social media, as it's increased over the years, have you found this to have a, uh, a positive impact on recruitment? It has. Um, the, 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 the participants that we have now on the online course has been through social media. The, the participants we had two years ago and came through the schools uh, and maybe two or three from social media but now it's it's social media is the one that's hitting most so facebook twitter the, the gibraltar fa website so that's that's getting a getting hits on people looking into refereeing but then they, they still have that stumbling that block yeah but uh Referees are not liked, referees are shouted, they get abused, they get this, they get that. So but mm-hmm. we try and help them out and, and, and we tell them, you try it and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. And we also use that, we also tell them, we look at our top referees in the world and, and, and top, our top referees, they're all in managerial roles, their own jobs. Um, so it also helps you to, to become an adult. Um, some of our guys was out in our education system. Once you get to the age of eighteen, if you want to go to university, you, you go to the United Kingdom for that. Although we now have a university in Gibraltar, it's been on for three or four years now, but the bulk will go to the United Kingdom. And we try these young referees that go over to the United Kingdom. We try and keep them in refereeing. Uh, we speak to the county FAs and, and the referee there in the open when they come back as architects, lawyers. Uh, Whatever they whatever they study, <coughs> they come back to refereeing and they already have a professional life working. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's one of the other things that we have. The, um, the youth level or grassroots grassroots level football. Um, do uh, most of your games are they covered or you you have like a shortage and you got like volunteers? Mm, like yeah. what, what percentage would you say? <laughs> they, they, yeah. Well, the age of twelve up. All football from the age of 12 up, they get qualified referees. Mm. Okay, below that, they get some qualified referees, and it's mainly our very young referees, 15 year olds, just started, and they get coaches as volunteers. And it's also they also get some volunteers who've done the referees course, but they've not carried on. They don't want the the, the responsibility of refereeing, but they don't mind setting up once a week, once in a month, and doing a eight under tens and the rates and help out. Yeah, so that also happens, and we those are volunteers. They still get the match fee because they, they, our grassroots department pays them a, a a match fee for turning up, even though they're not qualified. 
but obviously they need the 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 the, the, the police records must be mm. must be correct. Yeah. What's the highlight of your role? So at the moment you are referees manager. Yeah. Um, I suppose you're involved as a delegate as well and um, observer. What's the highlight of your role? <laughs> what what I enjoy the most is actually coaching referees. Uh, I spend most of my time on the admin side of things, uh, but when I enjoy it is in the evenings when I'm coaching. Mm. Um, that's the, that's what I really like coaching referees um, and uh, and assistant referees. Um, and the worst, the worst, my, my, my worst job is managing appointments in our national league, intermediate league. Um, I manage the appointments on behalf of the referees committee, but they decide who's going to do the matches. And then we have to figure out how can we fix everybody. But that's, I have to, I have to sort that out as a referee manager for them. And, but I, I am the, the, the referee coach for our elite referees as well. When somebody f- completes the, uh, the refereeing course, do they? Do you supply them with a referee's kit as well? We give them everything. We give them a, a full referee kit, a full training kit. They get the same as a referee in our senior football. Mm. Yeah. If if they at first if they only want to referee non-competitive football, our grassroots uh, football department will they will kick them out, and it's just a basic referee kit and a tracksuit. Nothing, no training, kid, no nothing, no boots. It's just it's a basic one. If these referees then want to come into competitive football, well, we see that they 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 will be good referees in competitive football and they've got potential. Then it's when we kick them out, the same as we kick out our national league referees. Yeah. So, what they initially pay for is thirty pounds to register in the beginners online course, and if they referee for a calendar year with us. Regularly, those thirty pounds are, are given back to them. So in effect, they they get everything. Yeah. Whereas in my days, I had to pay for everything mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, uh, I I think that with the um, the online course in Wales, I think the problem that um, a lot of it is it, a lot of benefits and you know is a lot of, you know a lot of people can see the wisdom for for running the courses because it's it's quite time consuming to have the eight or nine weeks or 12 weeks, whichever it was. Yeah. And not having that commitment was, was quite difficult for a lot of people. Um, but uh, yeah, it is the future going online and so on. Uh, but uh, I think that once people do complete the course is actually what happens next is like, you know, in Wales, we tend to lose a lot of people who, who finish the course. Yeah. That's, on their CV that, and that's it. That, that happens to us. What, what we do is that we make them they do the, before the, having the online beginners course, we could make them referee at least three matches with us. Yeah, right. be it non-competitive football, be whatever. And the schools would encourage them through the studies also to do that, to mm-hmm. referee at least three matches. Um, this year, we, as you know, we started the online beginners course. We haven't been able to get them refereeing. There's no football other than the National League. Um, we had issues as well having the practicals with them because some of them qualified with the the, 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 the final exam, got the certificate, but we, we still could not do the face-to-face uh, presentations with them. We only managed to do that about three weeks ago. We managed to get the first guys who went into this uh, online beginners course, and now they're, they're going to collective training. So I'm hoping that maybe, maybe after Easter, there are some 
friendlies allowed, grassroots football or any any mini tournaments that they will do within Gibraltar uh, with a very with very young players, and maybe we can get them involved, uh, refereeing to so at least they can try it out before the summer. But moment everything is what's good today is not as good tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. but on the whole, Gibraltar seems to be picking up now. So hopefully we will have a normal season come come September this year. Right, and then with the um, with the support for the coaching support side of things, you said you've got a psychologist, um, a physiotherapist. So is that um, like you you give your referees the psychologist number and then and then they, they arrange it or? Yeah, that's that. The psychologist is is for our national league match officials basically. Obviously, someone else will see that may may, may need that help. We try and help out as well to give them that support. To be one of our very young referees. I haven't come across that yet. Mm. Who needs some help, and uh, we we can offer that. Um, and the, but the physiotherapist covers for all our referees, eh? down to grassroots. And then and the our physiotherapist is also our fitness coach, the referee national fitness coach. So the cover as a for physiotherapy is across all our categories. Okay. But again, some use it, others don't. Some prefer to go to their own. PCO and there's nothing in place telling them you have to see our own medical department and not a private one. But if they go, decide to go on private, it's their choice. Yeah. They have yeah. to pay for that, obviously. But we offer all that. Yeah. yeah. And, and you also did you, um, run an exchange system as well with the um, other national. Yeah, yes. Um, we've been running exchange programs with uh, other countries now for four years Malta, uh, Andorra. Uh, San Marino, and in fact, when Gibraltar and Wales went into the first lockdown, we were that weekend we were doing an exchange program with Wales. We had sent our referees over to Wales, and the Welsh referees were about to fly to Gibraltar when everything went on lockdown. Mm-hmm. So our guys spent the night in Wales and had to come back the following morning without football, and your guys never got off. Yeah, <laughs> from Wales. So, and that was a, that was a very very hectic weekend because we had our, we were not getting the Welsh referees because our league had not been cancelled from a rather postponed for that weekend so Wales had stopped all football and you lost your referees but, but, but we had not stopped football yes yeah uh, so if 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 the Welsh team didn't come to the Volta we didn't have the referees for our matches because we, we had sent one of our teams over um, so Russia was to get our 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 referees, the, the, the FA of Wales, getting our referees back in Gibraltar so that they could referee the match that the Welsh referees were going to do. Mm. So it was a, it was it was a bad Friday morning, late Friday evening experience trying to sort everything out. And then late Friday night, all football is stopped in Gibraltar. So all the rushing, all the running around, all the <laughs> calls, for nothing. <laughs> Excellent. And then uh, how do, how do you manage with the uh, one stadium? Yeah, uh, all our football competitions played in one stadium. So just imagine our uh, uh, stadium manager and our our grassroots and our national league setup sharing this uh, across all categories. The women's league is played there, national league is played there, intermediate league is played there, and the six and the fourteens, and the other twelve actually play across. Apart from this, there's, there's small pitches around the stadium mm. where other mm-hmm. categories play the younger players and train as well. So we, we do miracles. We cannot have match day being the Saturday. We have to space out the matches throughout the week. So 
Our National League plays Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, and maybe a Monday night. Uh, and our Intermediate League, where our under 23 players, most of them are playing, they would play midweek. They always play midweek and the odd weekend. Yeah. So in your Premier League or Championship League, you got 12 teams. Yeah. And they play uh, the first round once against each other, and then they split the top six and the bottom six. Right. Okay, thank you. Uh, that, that's all the questions from the chat. I, I can leave it open if any, anyone wants to ask Adrian a question. While, while you're thinking of a question, I, I was just looking at the country coefficient and the Wales in 51st place, Gibraltar 49th place. <laughs> um, so what are you doing in Gibraltar must be, that, uh, you know, must, that we can learn it from? It must be the weather. <laughs> the bonuses. <laughs> bonuses, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I can say if 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 you're paying the referees bonuses like that, the players must be uh, Some, even bigger bonuses. In last similar to your league, you got the professional players, professional clubs. Some are semi-professional. There's one maybe from twelve clubs. There's one maybe there's one which is amateur. But they all they, they even within them their own setups. They they some of them get good money. Yeah. Our Gibraltarian players, they've got good jobs. Most of them have good jobs in, in Gibraltar and they play football. Others are full-time professional players. So they, they are young, so they haven't been they, they, they haven't made a career somewhere else. And um and, and they're full-time professional players in Gibraltar. And and do, do you get a lot of uh, players from Spain yeah, as yeah, well? We've got, got a lot of players from Spain from third, equivalent to a third division in Spain. And so, so mm. second division B in Spain. Some some of them were getting nearer to near to their uh, end of their careers, but we also get Argentinians, uh, Italians. Uh, some come from the UK. Um, we've had Eastern Europeans as well in the past. We've had some players from from some African countries. So they turn up from everywhere. It's incredible. <laughs> 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 Yeah. I never thought that it would be that, 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 that attractive to come to Gibraltar to play, put it that way. Because our, our national league is a small yeah. league, but then you get all these players coming to play. So they make, they make the make the better. Our players, our local players have to improve so that they don't lose their, their, their own places in their own teams. So it's something that helps other, our own players develop. And we have a homegrown player rule that a team needs to have five homegrown players all the time on, on, on the pitch, all the time. So from the 11, five are Gibraltarians. Obviously, Gibraltar is a small country. Everyone is there together. It's slightly easier to, to manage certain things. Um, and I was from the start, obviously, uh, you know, a fighter for everyone to be together. And from what you said, when you've got these training sessions and everything, it's literally you're getting everyone, grassroots referee, middle referees, FIFA referees, all being together and sharing that knowledge across. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, the, the, for example, because of COVID, we've got a workshop. I was telling Amin earlier on, we've got a workshop on Monday, but we have only been able to do it for our National League match officials because we are restricted to numbers because of COVID. But if it had been normal, normal life, normal. Yeah. We would have had intermediate league match officials. We would have had grassroots referees coming in. 
as well. We offer that as 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 as, uh, as incentives for them to carry on refereeing that they are sharing experiences with with our top referees, basically. That's very good, in my opinion. Obviously, it's a little bit harder to to put that in prospect when I know Wales is a small country as well, but it's still obviously an area that needs to to be covered. Uh, we need to devolve certain things into into areas. Yeah. Uh, I think we probably need to work uh, and get all the people together again, which was the old style previously when me Amin started. Uh, now it looks like people have broke away. They've got their own little groups. Yeah, that's it's one of the advantages of being a, a, a small country that we can manage. We are able to get all our refs together. Um, so, and as an, as an example, uh, last week I I was involved with with the UEFA right uh, course for referee instructors, and what I learned there is now available on Monday. If there had been a normal season, would have been available on Monday for our, even for our grassroots referees, which is that. That to happen is very, very difficult in any other country. And uh, and with regard to your season, when when do you think your season will finish? The current one will finish mid-May. Right. Yeah, yeah that's why. Uh, and uh, we will we'll expect to have the new season in the beginning of September. Okay. Excellent. Um, right. I think that will I'll call uh, call a night, gentlemen. If I, if there's any other questions, um, lots of thumbs up. So uh, um, thank you again, Adrian, for uh, for giving up your time and uh, giving us an insight into uh, life in Gibraltar. Um, I, I'm sure that uh, Val might be packing his bags and uh, and uh, John might buy him a ticket. Two million to spend. Two million to spend my money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come along. We, we we will give you some matches. Don't worry. But uh, we, we, I'll definitely uh, be sending an email to Phil Thomas at the FAW and saying that uh, the bonus scheme, you know, he needs to, he needs to go to Gibraltar and uh, find out more about the bonus scheme. Phil won't be happy with me then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it, it would certainly, um, you know, if you think, certainly make a difference, and a nice difference, actually, to say, you know, well, you know, it's, uh, I've, I've done my two years. There we are. Yeah. <laughs> We're extra on the side. But, yeah. Uh, We'll speak yeah, about no, this in about. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know how it works if we, if, if we get the results that we want, and we're hoping it will. So let's see what happens. Oh, brilliant! Okay, uh, thank you again for your time, and uh, I wish you all the best for the rest of the season. And uh, I, I, um, I, I, do, I do follow you on social media as well, so it, it's quite good seeing uh, the training sessions taking place. You know, mm. we can only wish we could have that kind of thing on a regular basis, but. Uh, Hopefully in a couple in a, in a couple of months time we'll be back to back to normal. Back to normal, yeah, yeah. My colleague has just come into the room. He's putting away all our recording equipment. We record our referees in the national league, oh, and, right. and the following day we have a match analysis. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you, Adrian. Yeah. Thanks, Adrian. Thanks, Adrian. Thanks, Adrian.